So, Bose versus Bose? So what's going on? This is Bows and Bros, and this is Josh and... And I'm Sanina. We appreciate you tuning back in. This is part two yes. uh, of Soul Ties. We're bringing it back to you. Um, it was it was so good and so juicy the first mm-hmm. time that I felt like, man, we need, we need a second episode. Yeah, we definitely need to keep going. Definitely, definitely. So what we left off before, in fact, I'll, I'll just kind of re-update people. Yeah, we but at. they want to know how you're doing. So, I'm good. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. I really can't complain. Okay, okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, check this. So, uh, we already talked about people that are misinformed, mm-hmm. uh, uh, misinformed and therefore convinced that sex is strictly a single-dimensional physical act with no emotional spiritual connection. That was our first. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the three reasons unhealthy soul ties take place. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second reason, we were talking about a person, usually the woman, uh, <laughs> gives him or herself sexually to someone expecting that the uh, intensely intimate act of intercourse would create a bond that would lead to deeper levels of commitment in the relationship. Mm-hmm. So that was sec- that was number two. Mm-hmm. And so now we're on number three. Yeah. Um, so we, again, we're happy that you guys uh, tuned in and, and, and are ready to kind of get back into this. So. Mm-hmm. So let me go ahead and just jump right back into it. Um, So two people commit to a marriage and they were surmise. Mm, Surmise. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Surmise. Bless. That that didn't look right. I was about to say surprise. Y'all, he's reading off of Google too. Remember from the last episode. Here we go. Thank you. That's what he said, right? (laughs) So that the covenant vows are only formality. So they live together, enjoy a sexual relationship outside of a lifelong commitment. Mm -hmm. But later they decide for whatever reason Mm -hmm. that they don't want to live in a covenant relationship and eventually break up. Mm -hmm. They usually don't realize how deeply they have wounded each Mm -hmm. other as their souls are ripped apart, tearing the very fabric of their being in separation. So pretty much in short, because I know I just said a whole lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. but pretty much in short, what it's saying is... Like we've already talked about the soul tie that when you when you have uh, somebody that you know you just have sex with, and then you have a soul tie with somebody uh, pertainingly the woman just kind of gives herself so that she can have that connection. And then this the third unhealthy soul tie that we're talking about is somebody that was married, maybe even a long term relationship, something mm-hmm. to, to that effect, and they were together for a while. For a while. And then, then end up breaking up to saying, look, mm-hmm. we were together, we had a connection, mm-hmm. and now we have to cut that off. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so that's that's pretty much the third one. And I can really attest for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be married. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got married, um, I, I thought that, you know, I was, first of all, I was super young. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a week before my 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was one of those guys, I was like, you can't tell me nothing like mm-hmm. this is exactly what I want. I know it. And even though I had my friends, I had other even family members. They were like, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I was still pushing forward. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. <laughs> so bless. But um, even after that, um, I went through the situation of I end up cheating. And, mm-hmm. and there was just like this th- this imbalance. Because, you know, that's an imbalance once you start doing that and, and you introduce that into a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. So um, 
I had that kind of issue, and then we end up kind of having our rough patch, and then we end up parting ways. Mm-hmm. But the thing that was, you know, we, we I was married for six years. Okay. But honestly, the first three years was really the years that, you know, that I'm happy, I'm you know, we're doing things together, anniversaries, that type of thing. But then the last three years mm-hmm. were probably the most turmoilist. Okay. Because that's right around the time that I started doing my mess. Okay. And <clears throat> during that time frame, I was just like, I was young. I was like, man, I do what I want to do. It's mm-hmm. whatever. And I didn't even understand how that really was affecting her. Mm-hmm. How it was affecting, you know, because she had two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, how it was affecting her kids. How it was affecting, you know, even me on my daily life. So when we end up separating, and I was, you know, the separation for that year, mm-hmm. I had this thing where I wasn't going to date anybody. Mm-hmm. And I was just going to strictly just, I'm going to go to my parents' house and I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. And I actually changed whole career paths and everything at oh, that point. Wow. Uh, so I, I just became fully invested in work. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I noticed is that I had a connection and it was so deep with her. Mm-hmm. I would start doing stuff like there were shows like, for example, she really liked Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. And so my thing was. I would watch Grey's Anatomy now. It's just like I remember when we used to see it and it wasn't because I really liked mm-hmm. the show, but it was just like yeah. the remembrance of that person of this is what we did together. Mm-hmm. And that's just like a small that's really like a small taste. But when I went through that moment, it was, oh, my God, like, I'm not used to not having you around. I'm not yeah. used to that connection. And then that so time, like I said, even though obviously we were married, so the, we had obviously had sex, mm-hmm. but it was it's connections to other things. Like, it was like certain foods. Like, at that point, I had never ate gizzards, right? <laughs> never, because she's con- from the country, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I didn't like livers. I know for sure I didn't like livers. But gizzards, it, she was just like, yeah, like, it's 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 good. You should check it out. And it was one of those things where now I can't eat gizzards now because it reminds me of her. It reminds oh, me wow. of, like, certain things that we did, mm-hmm. certain time frames of my life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, am I scared to eat gizzards? You know what I'm saying? No. But it's just kind of like where it's even crazy because now I don't even have a taste for them now. Yeah, I can understand. And I and it's not because again of the flavor or nothing like that, but it's strictly be because of it reminding me of her. And so it's like I kind of train my brain to be like, nah, I don't even like them no more because that reminds me of her. But do you so, actually like them though? I do know. I, you know, <laughs> I do. I ain't gonna lie. I, I ain't gonna lie. But they gotta be fried. They gotta be fried hard too, because okay. you know, uh, fried hard like at the at the Arab gas station. <laughs> that's what it. That's the where the best gizzards at that and Golden Skillet. That's I don't like, know. Those are. Those gizzards, you get those in the country, right? Yeah, I mean, you can get gizzards anywhere. Oh, but okay. they be, I mean, I don't eat those things. I know. You're from the city. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It was tough. I mean, what, what do you have? Do you have any like a situation where you were like locked in with a person? And- yeah, I was locked in with a person. Um, I've never been married though. Okay. Um, and so I can definitely see that because I remember when everything transpired. With us, so one one of my uh, love languages is to cook, and I really love to cook. Um, and so when I'm doing that, it just reminds me of like, you know, being safe at the house, and you mm-hmm. know, you know, just doing things that you were taught to do as a you know a female like um, growing up. But I remember when everything transpired with us, I stopped cooking mm. because it was a happy place for me. I was like, I'm cooking for someone. I'm enjoying this. Like, I'm trying new recipes and all that good stuff. So, I stopped cooking for years. Wow. Literally. Um, And I'm just now to the point now, maybe about a year ago, 
where I started cooking again. Mm. But this time around, it's more so cooking for myself, not mm-hmm. like cooking for someone else. Because before, a lot of things that I would do was for what we were doing. So, like, um, I remember, like, I would never even make a decision without going going over it with them. Mm-hmm. Like, and if they told me no, I wasn't doing it. Mm-hmm. And so I feel as if that might have been a soul tie for me. Ooh. <laughs> because I would not move without making sure that they were okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I would make sure, like, I wouldn't go places because I knew it would make them upset. Mm-hmm. I mean, I cut a lot of stuff out of my life. Wow. Strictly because of that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. For sure. And so now I look back and I'm like, dang, I miss so much stuff because I was always so focused on what they were going to think about it. Exactly. Exactly. And not what I wanted to do. Exactly. I mean, even, so everyone knows, well, if you don't know, I sing. So I I even would like not do engagements mm. because they didn't want me to go out and sing. Mm. <clears throat> And that's, that's crazy. Tough. That's tough. That's crazy for me. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yes. I mean, I guess it can have, be like because you say this word all the time, but stronghold. You know what I'm saying? It can be a stronghold on you where it's just like mm. you. It's not necessarily that you care what they think, but mm-hmm. it's almost where you don't want to disappoint them, mm-hmm. and it's like you don't want to just. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of walking on eggshells, and mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's really like a healthy situation. Yeah. Anything that you have to walk on eggshells, and you got to feel like I can't talk to you about, mm-hmm. or I can't, you know, express myself, especially in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like that's an issue. Yeah, and know? a friendship. And a friendship as well, though. For sure. I, but that's why I said any relationship, really. Mm-hmm. Like even in so even if you want to take it to business, you know what I'm saying. If you're in a business relationship with somebody, somebody that's no sexual anything, no physical, no emotional, nothing, mm-hmm. it's literally like just a, a business relationship. Mm-hmm. And even if I don't communicate exactly what I need or exactly the, you know what I'm saying, the issues that I, you know what I'm saying, if I don't do those right things, mm-hmm. I end up having the connections and be like, well, now I'm scared to make certain moves because mm-hmm. this person right here, and what if they're not maybe even at that place that you yeah. are in your business mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying where you're you're successful and they are not mm-hmm. and so sometimes that soul tie of like oh i'm just connected to you mm-hmm. and so all of a sudden when i'm doing good and you can't be that f- good friend for me that's unhealthy you yeah. know what i'm saying that's true and honestly just to like tag i think that's why like we get along so well because um so both of us is like extremely busy right. um for sure and we do a lot of stuff together, um, business-wise, a lot of stuff together. Oh, yeah, that's why, like, I feel like our um, friendship is so healthy because we understand the balance of everything, um, and we try not to do the absolute most. Right. Um, and so, like, it works out because, like, I get it when, because he's in production, so, and I'm into music, but his hours are longer than mine. Like for you, sure. When you think about it. And so some people, that could be a little hard for them to, yeah. to deal with. Um, but that's why it's good to be connected to people that you kind of understand and you know. Because a lot of times, like for me, like with my ex, like we were two different people. Mm-hmm. So you're, talk, you're talking about someone that listened to music but didn't do music. Ooh. Okay, or possibly 
whatever their career was, I didn't I didn't want that career. Mm-hmm. And so it was just trying to find that balance of like understanding one another. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why sometimes too with us it works out because even though you possibly is singing is not something that you do full time, mm-hmm. but you're into music, you're into production, and so it all just like correlates together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's just one of those things where I, I'm I'm excited that it worked out that way. You know what I'm saying? That we understand each other and that type of thing because <laughs> it's a yin, it's definitely a yin and yang type of thing. Um, I can't do it without you and you can't do it without me. You know what I'm saying? Granted, we can always do our independent way and she can go her way and do what she has to do and I do what I can do. But at the same time, us putting that superpowers together, together. it makes it so much easier. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like me as a production guy, I think a lot of times a lot of issues are always walking to with a, a production where, you know what I'm saying, there's issues or whatever. It's usually just communication problems. Mm-hmm, That's sure. usually the the biggest thing. Like you have six departments and nobody's talking to each other. Yeah. And nobody knows what's going on. And then you have some people that, oh, I was waiting on this guy to do it. Oh, I was waiting on him to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you? so what's going on? So we all just really sitting here waiting on each other. Just true. So it's just really like when you have a decent communication, then also when you know the artist. Yeah. Like, I know the artist ahead of time. So, again, when I come in, mm-hmm. I kind of already know, all right, so who's going to be, is this a tracks? Is it mm-hmm. band? Is it, you know what I'm saying? Is this a live show? Is mm-hmm. this a recording? Like, I kind of already know half that stuff going in. Yeah, when sure. a lot of what goes on on the outside, when I do a, a show elsewhere, most times I don't know that until I show up in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and this is not really what we're talking about, but oh, yeah, just we, we got to tell you, if, you guys, when you have um, um, a business and for singers and you're looking for a production manager, make sure you get to know your production manager because it will make your life a lot easier because a lot of times when I do shows, I really don't have to say much because he's already going to do it. Right. And then you say, you know, as an artist, you say, what do I, what is a production manager to me? What do I need that for? You ever w- walked into a venue, have no idea what the sound's like. You mm-hmm. have no idea, you know, if you go need mics, you don't have idea if you needed to bring speakers. Mm-hmm. You know, how did, if, you know, if you, if you wanted those people that, you know, you need in ears, like mm-hmm. you don't know anything. Yeah. So you need one. So yeah. Big sure. or small. But for let's sure. Get back. But yeah, but let's get back to it. But yeah, soul ties. Yeah. Um, I understand that there are hundreds of other reasons why sure. unhealthy soul ties take place. Yeah. We don't want to limit to just the three that we talked about, mm-hmm. or really four. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, we want to know that understand the signs, understand what's going on if it's a soul tie. Yeah. And and even too like just to talk about the spiritual side of it, like a lot of times, like in in the Bible it talks about you know. Um, not having pretty much, I'm just paraphrasing, um, not having idols, you know, before God. Mm-hmm. And so a soul tie really can be an idol um, when you are always consistently thinking about this person or consistently wanting to know what this person feels or just having that connection that is really necessarily supposed to be between possibly you and God. And if you are married, you know, with your spouse, but not as deep. Um, so sometimes you just have to also remember that if it is something that you think about more than you think about God, you kind of need to take a look at that. I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, you never want to take anything and let that take his place. Mm-hmm. You never. For sure. You know. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> uh, bless. But so moving forward. 
So you want to say, what's some signs, right, mm-hmm. that you have an unhealthy soul tie? Yeah. Um, if you're physically or emotionally or even spiritually mm-hmm. abusive relationship, mm-hmm. but you feel so attached to them that you refuse to cut it off, the connect, cut off the connection and set boundaries with them. So that's like number one. Number one. That's <laughs> that's really like eighty <laughs> percent. Like, like legit. So. So obviously we've, we 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 know what physical abuse mm-hmm. is, so that's pretty obvious, right? We know what emotional. Well, do we know what's emotional abuse? I think emotional is abuse is like, um, like, okay, so for instance, like, say if you walk in the house mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my god, something happened today, blah 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 blah, and they're like, oh, okay, that's emotionally abusive. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Because you're like so excited, like, oh my God, like this person called me, this happened, this is what's about to go, and then they're like, That's good. Are you cooking? Mm. So so somebody <laughs> that's disinterested. Yeah, it's emotionally abusive. Wow, that's I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that that does make sense. Cause you think about it like so say cause um say if you were to call me and you right. you go over some good news and I was like, Okay, that's nice, Josh. All right, where you at? <laughs> You're going to be like, what? Right. Okay, weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're, okay. Ne- you're not going to want to tell me, <clears throat> you, are. you know, <clears throat> things that go on because I'm never going to be excited for you. So I think that's emotion, like emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I, I think for me, um, when I think about emotional abuse, I think about somebody who... I guess in the same instance, mm-hmm. isn't supportive. Mm-hmm. I think somebody who tears you down. Mm-hmm. I think somebody that when you have a new idea and that person, if you don't genuinely believe in the idea, mm-hmm. saying that, okay, well, I don't know if I that'll work, mm-hmm. right? So that's one way mm-hmm. versus like you saying, you know, that's a dumb dumb idea. Why would <laughs> you even think? Beat up, why they? would you? Why would you even think of something like that? Yeah. That's emotional abuse because you have somebody that sometimes it's like. You want to share that thing with that person, mm-hmm. and when you can't even do that, sometimes that's that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. So for yeah, sure. What about uh, spiritual abuse? I think, honestly, to me, I don't. I, okay, let me be honest. I don't necessarily know per se what spiritual abuse would be, okay. but I'm going to assume that spiritual abuse could be you guys spiritually on a totally different level, okay. or a totally different. Um, denomination of what you're doing. So you're talking about, let's just say, for instance, because in my family, on my mom's side, we have a lot of uh, Jehovah Witness. Okay. And most, and on my dad's side, and then a few of my mom's family members are Christians. So unfortunately, sometimes we're not able to do everything together because of our spiritual uh, beliefs. And so I think sometimes that can be in a relationship that particular situation could be considered like a spiritual abuse because Mm -hmm. you're always walking on eggshells like well i serve a god who can do this and then they're like no we don't have a god and we're not doing that and so i feel like sometimes you can like conflict with the spiritual aspect if you guys are not spiritually um is it, I guess, considered like yoked or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I feel you. Yeah, it's, I, I kind of say the same thing. Like when you're not spiritually, you're not spiritually connected to mm-hmm. each other. Um, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you're like, 
you could be in a situation where you you the one that goes to church all the time. You're the one that, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing your thing. And then I think it could be abusive uh, in a spiritual aspect when it's like, if you don't want to be a part of it, mm-hmm. just stay home. Just do what you got to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But when you're saying, well, you, that's God, the God you serve ain't going to do nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You going to church for nothing. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you giving them tithes? Like, yeah. it's just kind of one of those things for me where it's like, you're really taking that. Because I'm expressing this. I, I'm expressing that I love God. I want this. I want to be a part of this. And then the least that you could do is, just like I said, keep your mouth quiet <laughs> if you're not going to be supportive. Not for real. Okay. Like, that's probably, I mean, you know, because I ain't, you know, don't want to say the, the wrong thing. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just no, I got you. Go, go about your business if you're not going to be a part of this. That's cool <laughs> if it's not. But, got you know you. what I'm saying? We just... <laughs> You better keep your mouth closed. <laughs> hey, right. Go ahead. <laughs> Sound like somebody did Oh, God. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so anyway, um, let me see here. So seven, uh, let me see. You have left a relationship maybe mm-hmm. long, long ago, but you think about the other person obsessively. Mm. You can't get them out of your mind so that's that's the sign by the way this is the seven signs of a a unhealthy cell time i think i said that Mm, way before yeah Yeah, i did so this is number two uh when you have left the relationship maybe long ago Mm. but you think about the other person obsessively you can't get them out of your mind you can't Mm. Mm. and you know it's crazy so um that is absolutely positively so correct mm. but um eventually you can but it takes a while like especially for i can only speak for me but most females are the same because we're we get attached really easily um but it took me a while and sometimes it still does because i sometimes often sit back and think about things and I wonder what they're doing, and I wonder. And you mm. see things like where people you dated are like in a relationship, or married, getting married, or about to have children, and you're like, "Well, what did I do?" So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, sometimes, yeah, it can it can take a while. Okay, it can take a while. Yeah, I agree, but. Do you who and you said females? So I that I was think, one thing. So I you think, think it's worse for females than it is on men? I I want to say that men are so strong. You know, at least that's how they portray themselves. With women and men, I feel like men are so strong and they don't necessarily show their feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I think that women definitely sometimes struggle with it a little bit harder. Mm. Um. I feel like men are able to sometimes push forward a little bit faster. Not saying that they don't hurt, but they are they are, they have more coping mechanisms to move forward faster than we do. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. I I agree one hundred percent. I think with men, because we're not as emotional as women on a you know on a usual basis, mm-hmm. right? I think that's what, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that men don't hurt. Mm-hmm. I think just men show their hurt in different ways. Mm-hmm. I think when a man, when he's hurt, he's more apt to try, well, 
you know, F that girl. I'm going to just, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go find somebody else. I'm going to go, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, it's, it's like this tough, macho man. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, most times a, a man's not going to be, like, soft about that and just be like, bro, I really miss her. Well, you know what I'm saying? Very few. Now, I'm not saying that they don't exist because I've definitely met some that's like, man, they really, really love that girl. And then when they do break up and it's like, man, I really miss her. I miss, mm-hmm. you know, stuff about her, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But. It's not, I don't think that's always a typical thing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So, for sure. um, another sign that you have an unhealthy soul tie is whenever you do anything, make a decision, have a conversation with someone, anything, you feel like this person is with you or watching you. That's mm-hmm. creepy. That's creepy. You know what? I possibly might have had a soul tie with my parents when I was in undergrad because when I used to do silly things, I used to think that they were going to show up. <laughs> That's conviction. <laughs> so, I think I had a soul tie with them. Uh, that was probably the Holy Ghost, but, you know. Oh, God. But now I can see that to be true. Oh, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I think, you know what I'm saying, um, and again, it's just like I have to really kind of get going back to this this marriage thing because that, that was probably my best example yeah, of that. Sure. But um, I don't know. Like I felt like even after the fact, like trying to date, Mm-hmm. after like it was mm-hmm. still weird like mm-hmm. it would be like you know you would meet them and be like well who do you know who are you from mm-hmm. and they'd be like they start saying like certain names even if i didn't know like they'd be like for example like i don't even know a jamal but for the sake of conversation you'd be like yeah you know a jamal be like jamal who <laughs> oh no 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 well <laughs> J- jamal what what's his last name oh yeah yeah well he my first cousin oh for real oh okay uh check you can go ahead and bring that check because <laughs> <laughs> we done here so it's, it's, I mean, I'm serious. It is oh, be like, nah, and, and it felt, and it wasn't necessarily yeah. that dramatic, mm-hmm. but like mentally, like I was on a mm-hmm. date and she said somebody's name that we both knew that mm-hmm. my ex-wife and, <clears throat> and it really wasn't like even really good friends. It was just somebody we met along the way. And it was like, yeah, you know, such and such. Oh, that's my first cousin. I was like, oh, for real? Oh, in my mind, I was like, yeah, this is over. This is it. <laughs> this is, I was just like, you know Cause it was just this thing where I was like. What if she go back and tell her? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then it was, she was, I'm not saying she was this type of female because I didn't know her that well. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I was just like, she probably one of them girls that's like going to go back and tell her. Like, she probably just out there. I was like, what if my ex-wife set this whole date up mm-hmm. and like she just trying to find out what I'm yeah. doing now? And it was, it, it, I really felt like that little, that, that little cloud. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was intense. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. as I got older and, and started realizing like, I was a little bit like, that was a little bit crazy, Josh. You know what I'm saying? I was a little overboard. But then, like you said, just that connection and Houston having that person. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah. then, then on top of that, when I was cheating, that was really where it came from. So, like, we like, oh God, like, please don't, please don't come back and tell. <laughs> okay, and number four, <laughs> we're moving on. <laughs> Number four, number four. When you have sex with someone else, hopefully your husband or wife. <laughs> they said hopefully. Who made this 700 Club? <laughs> um, you can hardly keep up with yourself from visualizing the person you have a soul tie with. Mm-hmm. And it says you can hardly keep up. Keep your keep yourself. Self, yeah. Oh, that's what I said. You put up. <laughs> you can hardly keep up yourself. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what I mean, shoot. We getting in the end of like, damn. Well, <laughs> you don't do that thing like Shamika do it. I tell you. You know what I'm saying? 
So, okay. That's a soul tie. So let's go. Okay, so number four says. You're going to make that roof run away. <laughs> you guys don't listen to what he's saying right now. We're moving forward. <laughs> he's crazy. Sharonda used to bless me so, just like this. Anyway, so, anyway, so Josh, shush. You need some lessons. Josh, shush. <laughs> bless. All right. Uh, number five. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to skip number four. You guys got it, but we're going to move on. <laughs> you take on the negative traits of the person that your soul tie, your soul is tied to and carry their offenses whether you whether or not you actually agree with them. So anyway, let me read. Yeah, you do. You take on the negative traits of the mm-hmm. person that your soul tie is tied yeah, to. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that's, that's really you crazy. Do. So the negative traits, I never thought about it mm-hmm. like that. You absolutely and you don't, honestly, like, you don't think about the negative traits until after you guys are done. Hmm. Like, oh, my God, I did not Ooh. live. You, you know what's crazy? I used to call it love blinders. Yeah. And so you get in love with somebody, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, all these red flags pop up, mm-hmm. all these things that in your normal, like, mm-hmm. before this, whatever, that you, you have seen this a mile away. Mm-hmm. But it's like they do something, whether it be sexual. Sometimes it's not even sexual. Sometimes it's with the companionship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, man, I've never had somebody that I vibed with like this mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, they got six kids. And you don't know nothing about them. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you like, it's like, even when people come to you to be like, yeah, you know, he got six kids. You'll be like, no, I don't know. No. <laughs> It'd be, it's a baby seat. Be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my homeboy, that's my homeboy baby seat. Mm-hmm. Four of them? Like, yeah, yeah. He just left them. Yeah. Like, red flags, like, like, even though I was trying to be comical about it, mm-hmm. like, at the end of the day, like, not seeing those red flags simply because. Mm-hmm. You like, man, I, I don't want this to go away. I don't yeah. want this to end. So I and I think like just a it's not necessarily so tied, but with that, with the red flags, like that's why I think people before you get into a relationship with someone, like you have to be I feel I feel like you have to be friends with them. Mm. Because you need to understand them and um get to know them because when you're friends with someone you're automatically going to realize all of their traits, mm. all of their red flags, all of their craziness and things that transpire with them. So when you get into a relationship, it won't be as like, oh, I didn't even know you did that. Right. Because your friend, when you guys, if you get close with someone, you're going to see, you're, you're going to see it. Okay. So. You, you brought up a good point. So, friends first. So, you get in a relationship, you have to be friends first, right? I think so. Okay. So, can friends sleep with each other? Um. But the, the, this is the reason I bring this up, right? Because I know that was kind of put you on the spot. So, the reason I say that <laughs> is because you said before you make that soul tie, right? The yeah. soul tie, which we're indicating that mm-hmm. you have to have sex to do this, right? Mm-hmm. So, before you do that, you... But remember, you, the last episode I said, I think sometimes it's a mind thing. Okay, so anyway, no, right, right, I get it. Excuse me. <laughs> but what I'm saying now is that you have this certain connection with this person. You have, you think that you have to build every person that you become sexual with. You have to build this friendship first. Yeah. I feel that. I, I feel that. So. so you feel like there's no ever alternative like to that. There's never ever like you see a person and you're automatic. Not saying that you automatically have sex with them, mm-hmm. but you automatically start thinking romantic. 
No, I think that leads to destruction. Mm. I think it leads to destruction. I now the times are so different. I'm not super old. Um, but the times are just so different now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, before I say we gonna talk, or before I say we exclusive, I need to be your friend. Mm. I need to know what bothers you, mm-hmm. what takes you off. Because during that friendship, you'll realize like if that person is just gonna be your friend, or if you can see more with that person. Mm. So it won't be like too crazy when something does transpire and to ask, answer your question um i think i think friends can i think it just depends on the friends mm-hmm. okay. and who their friends are I, I i don't think that even though your friends or you know they use the term friends with benefits i don't think you can really be like a true like friend and then have that soul tie and then things still be the exact same i still i think oh, yeah. that once you start having sex you introduce a different element to that relationship. Mm. And I'm not saying it's bad, but it is Mm. a stronger bond. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, it depends on the person, the situation. Like, that's that's real, you know, Mm -hmm. situational-based. But it definitely strengthens the connection if that's what you you guys are on. Yeah. For sure. So, bows versus bows?